day, everyone. Welcome to our third episode of Valley Volley. My name is Henry Miller. I'm the sports editor for The Monitor and RGVSports.com. Valley Volley is a weekly uh, podcast, video cast, whatever you'd like to call it in these days where everything seems to be changing. Um, And where I will go and I will talk to some of the best players, coaches, officials, some of the most interesting players, coaches, and officials as well. Today, we are blessed, and I'm excited to have both very good player, very good coach, and very interesting people at the same time. And I say that in the most loving regards. We have Coach Laura Cavazos from Sherryland Pioneer High School. Welcome, Coach. Thank you. And we have Natalie Reyes, the senior superstar setter for Sherryland Pioneer High School. Thank you, ladies, for being with us. Um, And let's get right into this. Oh, first, I have some breaking news today. The Texas Girls Coaches Association released their third weekly poll, and there are three teams from District 31-5A in the top 20. Wow. Coming in at number 20 is Sherryland High. Coming in at number 12 is Sherryland Pioneer. And coming in at number six is Smack High. And what I find very interesting right now is that Y'all just happened to have beaten both of those other two top 20 teams this weekend. Congratulations on excellent play uh, in a pretty pretty good tournament that had a lot of quality teams. Coach, tell us a little bit about what you saw and, uh, and where do you go from here? I mean, you've won two straight tournaments, beat some big-time teams. You're not, you're not a secret anymore. You're not a secret anymore, all right? And, ma- and a matter of fact, I saw some billboards and it said Sherryland Pioneer with a volleyball target on your heads. So everybody's coming after y'all because you're the top dogs. So, so tell me about what you've seen, how they've grown already this year, and, and where do you go from here? Well, we're really excited. Um, we're excited for the opportunity to have this preseason. Um, we talked about this before where we played more games this season than we did last year. So it, it's just a big step for us to learn about each other, to grow that chemistry on the court. Um, and to have these games to fall back on, you know, to build that confidence up. So the girls are playing great um, and we're working hard in the gym every single day. So uh, it's been a great start and we're excited and we can't wait for the rest of our district season to start. Now, obviously, you have a team that's played together for a while. I think you could probably tell them to close their eyes and they probably still get half of their attacks going somehow. But probably the main reason they would do that is because the eyes that are behind her head and the hands that she has of your setter. Natalie, we did this once before. Put your hands up to the camera. These silky, perfectly smooth, you know, on-target hands. What's so special about those hands, Natalie? Um, honestly, they're human. These are my human <laughs> hands. Are those the ones you play <laughs> with, though, or do you use different ones for when you play? Honestly, imagine if we could like switch them. That would be super cool. Like a fresh, <laughs> a fresh set of hands every game or set. That'd be super cool. But yes, these are my hands. I've been blessed and um, with these hands, um, God has given me and all the repetition from my coaches, all the training um, I've, you know, been a part of with teammates and, and as all my coaches, um, they have given me the opportunity to get better at my craft and, um it's awesome um it's just I'm grateful to have the normal I guess like the how do you say it's 
easy when it comes natural. And after it becomes natural, it's something that you become or get better at, like as it goes. And honestly, it's, it's been a ride and I'm very glad to, you know, have my talent and very blessed. And yes. What's the, what was the toughest set for you to learn? What, which one was it? My toughest set, honestly, I'd say a lot of off ball. So when they're um, behind the 10 foot line, that's having to get your footwork under you, getting under the ball and just, you know, using all your might to get the ball out or anything like that. Um, definitely that one for sure. When's the last time a libero didn't get out of your way and what happened? <laughs> uh, honestly, now that I'm in high school, it's a lot easier. Um, my girls are very good. They, they know where to be. And the last time that happened was probably in middle school. Yes, it and, was um, at Edinburgh they, South, right? Yeah. You pulled people over. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's always about that mentality of just going for the ball and, and being aggressive. And uh, yeah, that's probably the last time that's happened. And they probably learned. Coach, I know we've talked about this before. It may have even been yesterday. It seems just like yesterday we were talking about this. Um, talk to me about the other skills that Natalie provides and brings to the team. The hands are great. But you, you emphasize that she's got a couple other things that are at that same level as what she does physically with her hands. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Natalie's a natural leader. So she really um, motivates her teammates um, and captains the core, and she takes control. She's got great vision as well. Um, so she knows exactly who to set it to and when. Um, she also knows where the open spots are on the defense, and she's become very offensive. Um, as far as being in the front row this year and being able to attack on, uh, that second ball. Um, she's got a great serve. Um, everybody knows that. So when she gets back there, she's always really focused and always puts a lot of hard work into her serve. Um, so she's just the all-around package. She's just good at everything. So she's doing a really great job this year as a, as a senior, um, as our captain, and as our leader. Uh, we're just really excited for the rest of the year. One of the things we also talked about yesterday was the fact that how she can get to every ball that you don't even think she's going to have a chance to get to. But more than that, talk about what that does for the rest of Cause her getting to every, every ball helps your, the rest of your team. Plus they know that she can have her back to the corner and somehow the ball is going to be back set, you know, to the pin, you know, for, for whoever's on the outside or wherever she's at. Talk about how that all translate into your offense which is very quick, very fast moving. And I feel like you're going to be trying to get it even faster somehow. Um, talk about that though. Yeah. I was just telling that during one of our matches the other day, as a freshman, you probably would have never gotten to that ball. Um, her speed to the ball and, and getting her feet there has really, really uh, improved this year. That's one thing that I just, I think she's done a great job working over the summer to try to get quicker um, to the ball, get her hands set. The quicker she is to the ball, the more she gets her hands on it and is able to run um, a good, nice set. And so she's calling off people and she's communicating and making sure that she's always touching the second ball, um, which makes it easier on our hitters because she's bettering that ball, even if it's off, like she said, um, off the 10 foot line or um, she's trying to set against the flow. She's just doing a really good job of getting um, that second ball to the hitters in a good hittable position. Um, and, and she's just working really hard every single ball. She wants to get that touch on it. So um, that's a great thing to have in a setter. And so we're excited that she's playing at the level she is and she's trying to get all those touches. 
Uh, Nat, talk about <clears throat> your connection with your different hitters, you know, especially uh, your middles, especially Lorelai, who for some reason still is trying to convince me that she's 5'7 and you're 5'5. Five, five. You almost just float above the ground or something because I swear she looks six foot and you look like 5'10 out there. But but tell me about especially that connection. I mean, it's so quick. It, it's I mean, I've watched some good blockers who are taller. They might just be a quarter of a second behind and that's too late. I mean, that's how quick that is. So talk a little bit about that relationship and that connection and how it's developed. Okay, so specifically with Lorelai and I, we've been playing for a long while together since our freshman year as well. And this past year, we were um, thankfully to be, or thankfully, and I'm so thankful to have the opportunity to play with her in club season as well. You know, that helps a lot, that connection, that teammate and together all the time. Being with her all the time is just a joy in general. And then having her as a teammate, having her on the court, the confidence she brings, the aggressiveness, you know, her IQ and everything. I love setting her. Her and I get along very well. And I think that's also a part of our teammate connection as well. And her and I, it's just, a, it's a joy. It's always fun. And sometimes she surprises me as well. She's, she's awesome. She's so <laughs> fun to work with. And everyone else, you know, our whole team, our outside hitters, Mariana, we have Katie Bird. We have uh, Marcella also, some Jordan, we got Thalia, and of course the other hitters, you know, they're, they're very athletic group of girls. They, they better the ball so much, you know, sometimes I said the ball too tight and they're able to get it. And I'm just thankful to have uh, the teammates around me and have that athleticness around me. So yes, super fun to work with. Where has that connection gone? Not just me with Lorelai, but obviously you've had Marcella in the middle you got Mariana out outside. Mariana has always been consistent, but not always consistently pounding it the way she has. Thalia, right? Thalia, Thalia. I'm going to uh, pronounce Thalia. it. Yeah, no matter. I'm, I'm, I'm white from <laughs> New York, so I'm going to do it wrong no matter how many times, right? So, I mean, I've watched her this year. I've watched Jordan this year a lot. All three of them have improved dramatically. I mean, to the point where they're threats. They're not just hitters, but they're threats. Talk about how that helps you. Honestly, it helps a lot, you know, having that, that little tool set, um, having, you know, just little magic, magic coming out of these girls. It's super fun. And, you know, T, Jordan, you know, Jordan's athletic in the middle. Her main sport is basketball, but she does show up for us. And I'm very glad. And, you know, these girls are getting out there more confident. And I think um, a big part of that also is, is also communicating with them as well, you know, making sure that we're on the same page um, where I'm going to set them and things like that. And even in practice as well, um, what they feel comfortable with, what I feel comfortable with. And at the same time, you know, these group of girls um, have very much improved as well. And I'm very glad to have them on my team and me setting them um, as I've grown as a player, getting my IQ better, making sure I'm setting where I need to set, making sure I get that blocker unbalanced and they're able to have one blocker up there at a time, you know, that makes it easier on them as well. And, you know, they're there to execute and I'm so proud of them, each and every one of them. And it's, it's always fun. Who's the quietest girl on your team? Is it Jordan? My honest, our quietest girl. Um, Jordan's probably, always quiet in public. Jordan. Okay. Jordan is very just, yes. 
let's go and that's it but we love and deep down inside i just know she's like yes i hit that ball super hard was that your imitation of jordan coach how would you rate that (laughs) imitation of jordan pretty good that was pretty good now i'll give you credit i know who's who's your funniest cornball player on the team i know you've that's going to be a toss-up i'd say you know we have honestly we have a very unique group of girls yes you do um (laughs) i definitely say katie bird we're always laughing with her uh she is character we love her so much (laughs) coach most of these girls that you've been with have been for three or four years right when did you realize that you had something that could be very special in a year or two that's turning into that this year when did you realize it and what what made you realize it? Was it a specific time and a specific moment in time? Nat's freshman year. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nat's freshman year. Um, I could just tell there was something different, you know, about these, these girls, um, their work ethic, um, the way they showed up to the gym, uh, their determination, their dedication to the program, um, and their willingness to just, you know, go all in and, and be great teammates to one another. Um, yeah. It's taken some time and we put in the work, but I, I think now they realize, you know, that it's paying off and, and that um, if they continue to do those things, they're going to they're gonna see success. You're about a week or so away from <clears throat> district play. <clears throat> Three of the five teams, they're going to be really fighting each other day in and day out. Y'all, Sherryland and Mack High are all in the playoffs, are all in the, in the top 20 ranking, excuse me. However, there's two missing still. I could see all five of you end up with McAllen Rowe and McAllen Memorial. All five of you I could see being in that top 20. Talk about that type of schedule and playing that on a daily basis almost, you know, fighting in and out. How do you prepare yourself and your team mentally to be ready? Because if they get worn out or they're mentally exhausted, you got to do something. How do you prepare for something like that? Because it's not like that district – is that strong every year, any district that strong every year, but this is something, tell me about that. Right. Our, our district season is it's tough. It's tough. we got a lot of great teams with a lot of great talent. Um, I think it's just taking it one day at a time. You know, we're working on perfecting our craft and perfecting um, our skills in, in, on the court and and in practice. Uh, We're not thinking too far ahead. We're going to go week by week and we're going to go team by team. um, And we're going to, prepare for that team and make sure that we take care of business um, with every game, you know, just focusing on ourselves and what we need to accomplish. I think that's really important. Just kind of setting the tone, setting our goals early um, and making sure that we're holding each other accountable to get that taken care of in practice. That's our time to, to really improve and to continue to uh, work hard and put out a good product. Oh, I muted myself. I should do that more often. All right. So Thank you for real quick. I'm going to give you my, see this, this is, this is an important, you don't have to look too close. This is an important piece of paper. I'll tell you this much. NASCAR's point system was written on a napkin at a bar in Daytona beach sports illustrated. The ideas of it was founded on a sheet of paper, a crumbled sheet of paper inside Pine Lakes country club in Myrtle beach, South Carolina. So this is my crumbled piece of paper. That's going to make history. Okay. This is my and rgvsports.com tops top 10 RGV volleyball teams, our first one of the year. So at number 10, 
Brownsville veterans. Elise is a phenomenal player. She hurt her ankle. She's back. They're going to get better, and they're stubborn. They don't let anything drop. Number nine, Los Fresnos. Tons of height, tons of height, and they're getting better defensively first. They'll worry about hitting the ball down later. McAllen Memorial. Coach Doffing hasn't called me with a score all year. I think she's trying to keep them under the covers, but everyone knows they've got a pretty strong front line, right? And here we go again, nine, eight, set, 10, nine, eight. Number six, I couldn't count last time, PSJA High. I talked to Coach Cuellar telling her, you know, you're kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde team. One day you come out, you're, you're not beating teams. And the next day you come out, you're, you're knocking down, you know, the big, the big guns of the, of the Valley in South Texas. They're going to be a threat. Harlingen got two big hitters, one who's got this windmill swing that's beautiful to watch. Apparently, it's pretty effective for her. Watch out for them, too, in, in uh, 32-6A. Number five, McAllen Rowe. Uh, y'all haven't played them in a regular game yet. I know y'all played them in the summer. Everybody was playing volleyball in the summer. They were in my front yard, just random people, just, hey, let's play volleyball. So the sport's growing. Rowe is growing. Mia Mata's for real, and she's only a junior. Number four, Mission Veterans. Look, we all know uh, who Riley is. Hitter of the year. But they've got another girl coming up, Carly Guerrero, who's hitting it harder than Riley at times, and she's getting her confidence in her. She doesn't didn't play in the summer, but she's coming back, and she's looking really strong. Number three, Sherryland High. Two freshmen who starts on Raul's team there. They're, and they are swingers. They hit the ball. They attack. They're working on their defense, but – I mean, you don't want to be the ball if you're around them because they're just going to smash you. Number two, <clears throat> I almost flipped these since yesterday. No, just joking. Number two, the Mac High Bulldogs. Like where my daughter plays, my heart goes there. So I have to move them up every once in a while. So they're really close to you, even though you trounced them last time. So they're number two. So guess what that means? That means that Donna North is our no, it's Sherryland Pioneers are number one team on our first uh, RGVSports.com volleyball poll of the season. Congratulations, ladies. Well-deserved. Things are looking way too easy for you, and I know it's because of the hard work. That's the only way. And it's still, you know, you all still just incredibly work so hard and well together. It's impressive to watch. That's what I think separates you all is that I, I told Coach uh, two weeks ago, was it? I've never seen a team move so well together. And I think I wrote something in the paper. Y'all look like, uh, you know, those, those swimming, dancing, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like sharks just eating everything in front of y'all. So it's impressive to watch. Um, and now this is a very special moment. Natalie not only gets to ask you questions, coach, but she changed some of them so you can't be prepared for it. So if to, our, to our audience out there, we did this yesterday. But every once in a while, my brain cells just kind of leak out to the right side. And so I didn't record it. It, was, it wasn't as good as this one. They've had practice now with me. They know how to handle me. So, But Natalie's got some questions for her coach. And uh, we've got about five minutes. Let them rip, Matt. Okay. So our first one, is on a serious note, what does a perfect day in the gym look like for you? I almost thought you were going to ask me about a perfect date. I said, why are you asking me this? <laughs> Uh, in, oh man, I love that. Um, the bell rings, we get to the court, we're setting up the nets, everything looks perfect. We got some music on, great warm up. 
Um, we practice some drills. Uh, we meet all of our goals on our drills and then we compete, compete, compete till the very end. Um, and that's, that's about it. I mean, it's, that's a good day. That's a good day, coach. Okay. Next one. We have had so many funny oopsies since my freshman year. Which one is you, or which is one you remember? Oh my goodness. There's a lot of funny that go on in, in our gym. Um, we have some great personalities. I think I'm going to have to fall back on, on somebody tripping or falling over a line or perhaps even uh, rolling and, and not being able to stop. <laughs> yes, those are funny. Okay, next one. You seem to talk to Jordan in basketball terms and Katie using track lingo. Why and can you give our listeners a sample? Um, I do it just to kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Um, and I think Jordan really likes it when I talk to her in basketball lingo and show off my, show off my skills in that department. Um, and I was just telling Henry, I don't know if he had seen it, um, that she did a reverse layup on one of her, one of her shots from your set. Um, and it looked pretty good. I think it was effective. I think it was a kill. So sometimes, um, I'll tell her, I'll refer to the layup or the slide, um, or tell her just to go block somebody and get a rebound and, it always brings a smile to her face. So that's awesome. And I, I just like to see her smile and have some fun. Katie Bird's our, our track star. And um, anytime that she misses a tip, I always tell her that she's dropping the baton in the four by 100 relay. So I need her to be on top of her game. Uh, and I need to be uh, that little quick stir on the court. Um, and she does a great job for us in the back row. So uh, I can't be mad for too long. Yes, those are good ones. Okay. What are some things you've learned since your first time of coaching to now? Um, I've learned to enjoy every single moment. It's gone by too fast. I've been coaching for 10 years now. Um, and it seems like the girls who go through my program, it, it, the time just flies. So especially this year, having you guys, most of y'all for four years, um, I'm trying to enjoy every single day of practice, every single game. We're almost a third way through the season and I keep coming home after practice and just saying, enjoy the moment, enjoy every practice um, and really love on y'all and, and keep you guys with your, with spirits high and encourage you every single day. So we can do our best. That's a good one, coach. Good answer. Okay. Last one. What is some advice that you would give to first time coaches? First time coaches um, learn, keep learning, um, be a lifelong learner try to get in as many coaches heads as possible, learn from uh, mentors and peers and uh, go to coaching clinics and, and watch volleyball and study the game and put your heart and soul into every single moment. Um, this is probably the best job in the world and it can give so much back to you. Um, it's fun, it's, it's a lot of work, but it's very rewarding for your team to be successful and to see the girls uh, really enjoy what they do. Awesome. Good answers, coach. Good answers. And that's it for me for my little <laughs> interview. Back to you, Henry. I'm, I'm going to be hiring her, you know, to be my replacement <laughs> here real soon. So whenever you can spare her, we'll take her over here. Okay. Um, good. Hey, I want to congratulate y'all again on a phenomenal start to your season. You played what 353 matches already or something like that. Um, like it's, it. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, uh, but it's good to be back on the court. I mean, Coach, have you noticed, uh, one last question, with the return to volleyball, have you noticed taking a little more time to get acclimated, whether it's the timing or whether it's, or do you think the summer volleyball 
this year, which, like I said, was everywhere. Do you think that kind of helped keep them in shape and, and together and playing at that level that they're already at? I think it definitely helps. I think it definitely helps getting them started in the summer. Um, anytime you can get some more touches or be in the gym and, and improve in that aspect, uh, it's going to prepare you for the upcoming season. So that's our preseason, that summertime. We don't have a, a very long preseason, even though we got to play our games this year. It goes by really fast. It goes by really fast. And school started earlier this year. So uh, we're thankful for that opportunity in the summer. I think uh, being given these matches uh, leading up to district is really helping everybody. Um, and the sport is growing here in the Valley and, and teams are just looking better and better every year. Um, so I'm excited. We're excited about what's going to happen this year and where volleyball's headed. And yeah, put those hands up to the camera and say goodbye to everybody. Bye, <laughs> Hey, Coach Cavazos, uh, yes. Natalie, I want to thank you both for, for joining me for a second straight day because I couldn't figure out how to work it the other time. It's always a pleasure to watch y'all. I still think one day Coach is going to run onto the court and say, Nat, set me. And you're like, but Coach – it's game point. We're really playing. It doesn't matter. We'll forfeit a point. Just set me. <laughs> coach, you ever think about that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Put me in. <laughs> Put me in, Coach. Put me in, Coach. Oh, wait, I am the coach. Hey, congratulations again to our number one team, uh, Sherryland Pioneer Diamondbacks. Uh, wish you all the best of luck. Look forward to an exciting season. So many great matchups. And uh, look forward to watching you play, Nat, and you, Coach. You know, uh, I've been blessed too, as you know. My daughter plays for Mac High, so I get a chance to see her play too. So, like you said, it's the it's the best job in the world. Uh, to all of our audience, if you don't get a chance, you've got one more year to watch Natalie Reyes play as a setter. Trust me, there's nobody in the valley like it, and there may not have been anybody in the valley like her in a long time. Wishing y'all the best of luck once again, and y'all take care. God bless. Have a great night. Bye.